0: black virginia news is sponsored by virginia nation tees visit virginia nation Teas at etsy.com
1: this is episode 23 of the black virginia news podcast this is lauren burke and this episode features an interview of don
2: scott politics is a is an interesting game but it's the sacrifice that you have to make if you want to do good and so i don't mind dealing with folks Uh, who may have different belief systems and different leadership styles.
1: Leader Don Scott was elected to the Virginia General Assembly, the House of Delegates, in January of 2020. He has had a meteoric rise. He is now the leader of the House Dems. Don Scott was an officer in the Navy. He's a member of Alpha Phi Alpha. He is a trial attorney, one of the most successful trial attorneys in the Commonwealth of Virginia, And now he is looking into the face of history. He could serve as the first black speaker of the Virginia House of Delegates. This is the podcast for Black Virginia News. You're listening
0: to the podcast for Black Virginia News, the first and only platform that covers all of Black Virginia. Virginia.
2: you some video of a news conference uh that involved uh a virginia delegate uh, don scott go ahead and roll the video please the only reason they're doing it, don't be fooled this is for political purposes only this is the voters are for politics only they and they, they issued these warrants the day before the most powerful black woman in the history of the state of virginia was going into special session that is the day that they of the issue, these isn't that a little suspicious? Don't you have an idea about what was going on at that time? That is what they have done over time. We will not fall for it, not this time. Not this time. We see it, it's very apparent. They're not hiding it. They visit the warrants today, she on her way up to Richmond and they issue them. So we know what's going on and we're prepared for it. We all, we've always been, we've made, we've made for this moment. We're made for this moment.
1: And that, friends, was August of 2020 that was really the first time that I noticed Don Scott. I said, whoa, whoa, who's this? <laughs> this is this is somebody to keep an eye on. He was having to represent State Senator El Lucas legally because Republicans in Portsmouth thought it was a fun idea to throw some sort of criminal charge at her because they were mad that she was in on a takedown of a Confederate statue. They had done the same sort of thing to the former mayor, Kenny Wright, a few years before. And Don Scott represented Senator Lucas successfully. So we start our interview with talking to Leader Scott about black voter apathy. There've been several stories in the press recently about a downturn in black voter participation. This interview took place in Alexandria, Virginia on October 30, 2023. Leader Scott, as you know, there's been a lot of stories about black voter engagement, black voter turnout, this and that, you see these come up all the time right before an election. What do you think, I mean, what do you say out there to the blue collar black, working class black person about why voting is important
2: and why this election is important? Well, I say the same thing that I say almost to every voter. And, I, you know, black people, everybody tries to pretend that black people have some, you know, some special concerns outside of what everybody else. We want the same things. We want our families to be safe. We want an opportunity. We want economic opportunity. We want to make sure that we're treated fairly and with dignity. We want to have the opportunity to go wherever our God-given talents will take us. And we want to be protected. And so at the end of the day, those things don't change. We just need to make sure that we continue to highlight how important it is to participate in the vote. We got here because of all the things that uh, our ancestors did to make sacrifices for us to get here. And I think sometimes... Uh, We may have assimilated too much that we forget, but I think we get reminders very often with things like George Floyd and some of the other events that happen. We get some slaps in the face that maybe we still got some things that we need to take care of. And I think black, everyday, hardworking, blue-collar workers, they get it. You know, I come from a single mom with six kids. I was talking to my mother on the way driving up here again on Saturday. And she said, you know, I asked her, and my daughter was in the car, and I said, how much did you, what's the most you ever earned while you were single raising six Mm -hmm. kids? She told me $28,500, that was her best year, she's 88 now, and she raised kids, you know, sometimes we were like praying that the lights would be on when we got home. Not because she paid the bill, we were just hoping that the people hadn't gotten there yet in time to turn them off to give us one day. So, we understand these struggles, and we need to continue to communicate and highlight and talk to black voters, as well as white voters, Latino voters, Asian uh, American voters. We need to just continue to break the big tent that the Democratic Party is. I mean, there's one party that they had a president that said that there were, quote unquote, very fine people on both sides in Charlottesville. That's a signal to us that we're not welcome there. And until they can change that. We can continue to talk about this, but the first policy should be making sure that we're protecting our democracy. And I think a lot that resonates with a lot of Black voters. Do you think that the
1: party can ever crack the code of voter turnout in these off-off years being lower? You see the fundraising numbers going up, but it's not necessarily correlating with the turnout. You know, and do you think that could ever be fixed in any way?
2: I I don't don't think it is not right now, unless we go to just having you know a vote only these these uh, elections in presidential years. That's the only way I see it getting there, because at the end of the day, we have voter fatigue. You I know, mean, we're asking people to vote. In Virginia, we ask people to vote every single year. You you don't see that anywhere else. So that's the issue with this, uh, getting a voter turnout. And so in presidential years, we get a 75% turnout of registered voters. And in these off-off years, it can be anywhere from 35, 33, up to 40-some-odd percent. I think we're going to end up with a 40 some odd percent turnout this election based on some of the data that I've seen so far.
1: No matter what happens next Tuesday, there's going to be a record number of African-Americans in the Virginia General Assembly. And with that comes the pressure, the questions. What are you guys going to do? Are you going to do more this? And that? You, you feel? Do you feel any pressure? You know, I'm sure that all the electeds feel pressure from their constituents, particularly in, in, in working class black communities. But what do you think? What do you say to that?
2: We got to deliver. We have to continue to deliver for those marginalized communities and African-Americans when they elect us. And so the issue you have to understand, it was kind of like a dilemma in some respects because we have a lot of excellence that's not just coming from black communities. We have black candidates that are representing majority white communities. So they have a constituency that's just not black. And not, believe me, and I come from a majority black district and I want to deliver for black voters and I want to deliver for black communities that are marginalized, but it's not because I'm black. I want to deliver for them because I think it's fair. I think in a country like America where we have this amazing amount of wealth in a, city, in a, in a state like Virginia that's one of the wealthiest in the country, we should not be uh, behind in some of the things that we're behind. And We should not have teachers that are not making the national average. We should not have schools that are falling apart. We can do better. And I don't think whether that doesn't matter whether you're black or white. We can have better schools. We can have better teachers.
1: Talk about your record fundraising. I'm old enough to remember when, oh, my goodness, black black elected officials can't raise, this and that. That seems to have ended in this cycle between uh, the fr- f- record fundraising of Senator Locke and your record fundraising, which is off the chain, at $3 million, probably the most of any minority leader in the history of Virginia. So talk about that. Talk about the work that went into that.
2: You remember how Jay-Z said, if the record's two mil, I'm just trying to do three. Anyway, so <laughs> at, at the end of the day, I think... We have been told that we can't raise money. African Americans can't raise money. But Barack Obama blew that away. And he showed everybody, like, look. If you have a good idea and you have a compelling story and you believe in what you're doing, people will come to you. And that's what I've experienced so far. I've not had one donor tell me, no, you black, I can't get your money. You (laughs) know what I mean? The first thing they say is, where are you at on these issues? Where are you on reproductive health care? Where are you on gun violence? Where are you on making sure that we have collective bargaining and people can work hard and and retire with dignity? Where are you on those issues? And if you're right on those issues, people will support your candidacy and will invest in those ideas.
0: Subscribe to Black Virginia News at blackvirginianews.substack.com.
1: We see the negative ads from the Republicans on crime in the tradition of Lee Atwater trying to make black males- Oh no, they Willie the-
2: Horton. They all in on Willie Horton. They took this thing way, they took the Southern strategy to a next level. Uh, I've never seen anything like it.
0: This convicted murderers should be in promote murderers and rapists from prison
2: but we you know we'll see what works i think that's the only message they have they have a message of fear and hate and we have a, a message of taking care and believing and trusting women Protecting our communities from gun violence, giving every hardworking Virginian an opportunity to participate in this world-class economy and get our kids the best education possible with great teachers.
1: Those two ads that we just heard were from Lee Peters, who is running from, against Josh Cole for the House of Delegates, and Republican Karen Greenhall, who's running against Michael Fagans in House District 97 your rise has been meteoric you've effectively have just gotten here you haven't even been the general assembly a full five years and you became the leader of the not, house not, Dems. not a full
2: four years but who's counting
1: <laughs> right not even a full four years and boom you become the leader of your party in the virginia house and is staring into the history of possibly being the first black speaker in the virginia house well, has it been trickier being in politics or being a trial
2: attorney Oh, definitely being in politics. Oh, no, God. Oh, they move different in here. Oh, no, no. I I understand. I know. I understand the courtroom. It's these politics. I don't know who my friends are sometimes. But, uh, no, politics is is an interesting game, but it's the sacrifice that you have to make if you want to do good. And so I don't mind dealing with folks. Uh, who may have different belief systems and different leadership styles.
1: Can you comment a little bit on the latest snafu going on with voters uh, being purged? Uh, 34, you know, obviously the Yonkin administration had told the Washington Post that it was only under 300. Now we find out last Friday it's over 3,000.
2: That's what they just told you. You believe that? I got a bridge in Brooklyn I want to sell you. You know, they, you can't believe anything they say. They're so incompetent. It's unbelievable. And every time they find out, they point the finger. They can't blame Ralph Northam for this. Everything they wanted to do before, oh, it's Ralph Northam, oh, it's Ralph. No, it's you. You know what I mean? This is what they mean when the spirit of Virginia, the spirit of Virginia for them means disenfranchising voters, taking us backwards, making sure that they get their voters. And not, And we, nobody has asked the question in the media, which district did they disenroll? Are these districts where we're we in battlegrounds? We don't know. We need a federal investigation. I talked to Congressman Scott today, and he told me that he's calling for a FBI investigation into this matter. And what's amazing is Attorney General Mieris, who's always talking about vote integrity and all this stuff, he's been quiet as a church house mouse. He hadn't said a word, and that's his job. And so it tells me that they don't care about vote integrity. They just care about doing whatever dirty tricks they can do to win elections. And, and, and I just want to say this especially black people, we cannot be discouraged by what they're doing. That tells you how important your vote is. We've lost elections by zero votes. We had to pull a, the, the winner out of a film canister. So every single vote counts And this is what they're showing you, how important your vote is. And we have to get out and vote.
1: Now, I know you're the leader of the House, obviously, don't control every arm of the Democratic Party. But can you comment at all on why it might be the case that the Democratic Party of Virginia has not sued the Yunkin administration over this vote purge and all the other issues that have been coming up over the last year? Because it sounds like a lawsuit. You know, NAACP obviously filed a suit for the FOIA. But can you, as an attorney or as a just thought on top of your head as a Democratic leader, why a lawsuit hasn't been filed.
2: I I can't speak for the DPVA. Um, You know, obviously, I'm I'm very aggressive, and I think some people are just a lot more cautious. I got you.
0: Follow Black Virginia News on Facebook at Facebook.com backslash Black Virginia News and on TikTok and Twitter at Black Virginia News. Send comments and tips to News at gmail.com. Lauren Victoria Burke is a member of Investigative Reporters and Editors, NABJ, and the Ida B. Wells Society. Miss Burke has appeared on CNN and MSNBC and appears regularly on Roland Martin Unfiltered. Delegate from Portsmouth, Delegate Scott.
2: Thank you, Mr. Speaker. I rise for a point of personal privilege. The delegate has the floor. Thank you, Mr. Speaker. Uh, My Democratic colleagues and I are all here on behalf of the millions of women in the Commonwealth to fight for their rights to bodily autonomy. There are two bills I want to talk about today that have been docketed, that have not been docketed, speaking of things that have been docketed, Um, the Republicans' abortion ban and their personhood bill, House Bill 1395. And I would be surprised if they even get docketed. You may ask, why won't they be docketed? Why? Because Republicans are scared to death to go on the record against women, against choice in an election year. Smart thinking. And they should be. Women across the Commonwealth have been clear. They do not want an abortion ban. And these two bills go directly against the will of the people of Virginia.
1: That was Leader Don Scott on the floor of the Virginia General Assembly on January 24, 2023. We are definitely going to find out, of course, whether or not the abortion issue moves the needle with the electorate this coming Tuesday. We're definitely going to have the answer for that. And so much more. Election Day is this Tuesday, November 7th. 2023. This last piece of the podcast leader Scott, I asked him to sort of give a direct message to black voters without whom of course the Democratic Party cannot win these elections. Certainly statewide they can't. Uh district to district it really of course depends, but as a general rule, the Democratic Party needs an enthusiastic showing
2: from black voters to uh, African American voters. Mm-hmm. I just tell folks to get out and vote. Don't be dismayed by this attack on the character of these, especially African American men that are running this politics of personal destruction we know they're not talking about the issues, they're attacking people personally, and they're not talking about where they stand on issues, they're talking about them personally and that should give you a, a good hint of how afraid they are of your power Come out and vote.
1: Well, let's talk about one more question there. So obviously there's been a push in the last few years. I think it's been great, obviously, as an African-American woman to see it, all the black girl magic, all the attention, the Stacey Abrams, all that, uh, Kamala Harris. But the Democratic Party nationally, and, and maybe in Virginia as well, does not seem to focus on black men at all. It's almost as if they don't exist in the messaging in general. And on the national level, there is no black male avatar like there was with Barack Obama. Do you see a growing problem with that? I mean, it doesn't seem to be a focus on black men specifically, but we're talking about them all the time when it comes to justice reform, stop and frisk, you know, these reports, j Lock's report on who gets stopped, you know, it's black men, but we don't seem to, we we in politics on the right and the left don't seem to target black males. Can you comment on that?
2: (laughs) That's funny. The police target us. Uh, (laughs) At the end of the day, um, I think the message that we have also appeal to black males, and we're going to continue to have black male leadership that continues to grow. I'm grateful. I'm a black man, so I'm grateful to be in this position. And I think I bring something to the table that is unique to other candidates: um, my life's experience and other, and the way I view the world, and the fairness that I like to see, and the beautiful world that I like to see for my daughter. So I think there are a lot of men, black males, especially, who could relate to that. And one of, you know, they always talk about you know black girl magic, which is great. You no, know, they're the most loyal demographic within the Democratic Party. You know, who the second most loyal Democratic black, de- men. black <laughs> men. So we just need to continue to make sure that we have a message that talks to all black voters, as well as our, um, our, our as well as other marginalized communities, and, and our white voters who are very enlightened. I'm here in Alexandria. My God, I love it.
1: <laughs> hey, yeah. So, uh, Leader Scott, thank you for your time. Really appreciate you being on Black Virginia News podcast. I know you're busy, and I will be seeing you over the next few days, and uh, it's an exciting week ahead, to say the least. I'm out. So that was Leader Don Scott. Thank you, Leader Don Scott, for your time. Of course, he's one of the uh, most—he's one of the busiest people right now running around Virginia, uh, right up there, of course, with the governor and Senator Mamie Locke and so many others who are um, involved in this (laughs) last week of the campaign. I also want to thank Michael Pope, of Pod Virginia. The reason the sound quality is so stellar on this podcast is because his microphones and his road podcaster were involved in this podcast. I want to thank him. Uh, We'll both have another interview of Leader Scott on Pod Virginia, which will land tomorrow, uh, a little longer than this one, and and livelier. You're going to know what I mean when you hear it. Uh, I want to thank everybody, the subscribers out there for Black Virginia News. Really appreciate it. Thank you so much for your comments. And, and you know, negative and positive, uh, come at me. I'm not a sensitive person. If you see or hear something that is in error, uh, corrections, anything, s- suggestions, send them my way. This is Lauren Burke and, uh, you know, uh, my, my email. Uh, and it does get to us directly. No worry, it's BlackVirginianews at gmail.com. Thanks for your support, and I'll see everybody very soon.
0: Follow Black Virginia News on Facebook at facebook.com/backslash Black Virginia News and on TikTok and Twitter at Black Virginia News. Send comments and tips to blackvirginianews at gmail.com. Black Virginia News at blackvirginianews.substack.com.